0: Welcome to the Late Night Race Review. It's Medical Jewellery Exemption Week, but it turns out it didn't make any difference for Lewis in the end anyway. Max starts P15, and that didn't make a difference either. And like Rose in the Titanic, Alonso gets touched by Jack and sinks off the top deck. We wrap it up with a look at our Fantasy League and our Predictions Game, as always. Don't forget to support the podcast by hitting those like, follow, and subscribe buttons. (whistles) A disclaimer about today's podcast. At the time of recording, Fernando Alonso had been given a 10-second penalty and stripped of his podium place. (whistles) And typically, once the podcast was wrapped up, he was then reinstated with the position. Welcome back to the Late Night Race Review. I am Owen Scott, and with me as always is Dave Jericho and Isidro Consalvis. In a week where we've seen medical jewellery exemptions, a pole without a Dutchman, and a Mercedes finally throwing out their crayons and giving up on their design, the Saudi Grand Prix was front and centre. A track that usually promises a few crashes. And Dave, speaking of car crashes, do you want to update us on the uh, Fantasy F1 League there?
1: Yeah, I am really crashing right down to the bottom of that league. It's <laughs> embarrassing, <laughs> but uh, yeah, just to tell all our listeners that it's still not too late to join in. Um, we're we're getting a, a good number of people joining the league here, so uh, jump onto the F one, the official F one fancy, um, and just do a search for late night race review and join in. We have Team Trek still uh, leading the charge at the top of the table there after qualifying. The final results aren't in yet for t- after today's race, but um, we'll. Uh, either update you before the end of the podcast or you'll have to wait till uh, till next week for that one but uh, yeah don't don't forget to join in cool oh by uh, the way there's prizes and stuff sorry <laughs> just, <laughs> <laughs> forgot about that what what are said prizes dave what can they get said prizes are official merchandise from the official f1 store of a jersey or a jersey no it's not football <laughs> <laughs> of a t-shirt or a hat of the team of your choice has excluded <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I guess technically they are jerseys. When you think about it, they're team jerseys. Yeah. Um, but anyway, let's let's uh, let's get on to the the race today, and we'll start predictably with uh, with Red Bull um, at unbelievable pace all weekend. Even though they had uh, drive shaft issues in uh, in qualifying, but even unpredictability couldn't stop Red Bull this weekend, Dave.
1: They they just continued on from where they left off last week, didn't they? They were just mm-hmm. dominant. That the to... Well, they were dominant the whole weekend. I mean, in in the free practice, Max was dominant. And I mean, I know he had the issues then in qualifying, but I mean, look how, how he recovered. I know the safety car sort of boosted that recovery a little bit for him in the race, but um, absolutely incredible. And let's not take it away from Checo as well. Incredible drive. But I mean, again, incredible drive in a car that is by the looks of it going to dominate this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: uh, going to going to Checo for. We're going to start off with Checo. We'll leave Matt, Max uh, for a second because his drive was just so, something truly exceptional. It, it's something that we've seen from Checo before. I think last season was was the same here as well. He really controlled from from start to finish. Isidro.
2: Yeah, he did very well. Okay, the the start was not the best as Alonso was beaten by the first turn, but as soon as DRS was available, it was Paris time and. There we go. Never, never see him again.
1: Perez time, I like us. Yeah, Dave.
2: <laughs> Did you notice as
1: well that it, it it gave a false sense of hope when Alonso was holding on to the back end of Perez by like, you know, within DRS. And then once they broke that DRS by just that fraction of a second, he was gone. There was nothing that Alonso could do to keep up on with him at all. That just shows how powerful that those Red Bulls are. Yeah, outstanding. A, a full second a lap faster than their nearest rival um, at one stage, I remember the commentators I saying. think it even got even more than that. I think at one stage, I think they were pushing closer to like 1.3 seconds or something like that at one stage. Unbelievable. They're, yeah. out, they're, they're out
0: in a league of their own, really, this year, aren't they, in fairness? O- unbelievable. Um, and yeah, yeah, Checo did a, a phenomenal job. But does Checo need uh, a Max Verstappen to start 15th or lower in every race now this season to... to have a proper title challenge do you think
1: i still don't think he's going to yeah i still don't think he's going to be able to challenge max i think he needs the the rub of the green to get those results in that he got today i mean i think now max kind of said towards the end there that he was sort of he decided to to settle for second and not keep pushing for first and challenge perez um I don't know necessarily whether you might have had the I think Checo probably had it covered today. Um, but had Max been starting on the front row with Perez, I think it might have been a completely different outcome. Um, but I what I did like about today was uh, there's uh, just that little bit that niggle. Did you see in the the the, the cool down room where they were uh, talking about the fastest lap? No. And uh, so Checo had the fastest lap up until the last lap of the race. And a re- initially, I think a couple of laps before Checo was told, you know, to to hold a, I think it was like a 132.6 or something like that, plus four. And yeah. then he was telling them that Max was told the same. And then it, something wasn't stacking up. My, uh, Perez started getting nervous that he was basically going to be cannon fodder now for the end of the, for the end <laughs> of the race. And uh, then, now I think then he was told to push now that he could push to the end of the race, yeah. but. Max then was told, we're not concerned about the fastest lap. He said, I am blah, blah, blah. I'm going long-winded about this, but you know what happened? Max yeah. then decided to go for the fastest lap on the last lap of the race, so Checo couldn't respond. And then Checo only found out in the cool-down room that the fastest lap had been taken away from him, and uh, that did not go down well. And I <laughs> I like that because that sort of um, – I. It, it it throws a little niggle in between the two drivers mm-hmm. for the season at this early stage and I like that especially when there's a possibility that you know like I said few little things like this happen to Max Verstappen and now you've got a bit of a rivalry and a bit of a charge between the two of them and that point sorry uh, that point as well meant that Perez now wasn't leading the championship because if he had kept that point he would have been at the top of the championship but mm-hmm. Max got it so now Max is at the top of the championship Beautiful. So, Isidro. Yeah,
0: I,
2: love it. Uh, I was just happy to to see that uh, Red Bull saying free to push. I was concerned that they would see Verstappen getting close and just say to Paris, look, let him pass uh, if he's behind you or something. But happy to see that Red Bull just took, well, it's up to you guys. Finish the race no matter what.
0: Yeah, that, that competitive and the, that competitiveness and that, that hunger. Is even there for one point for Max? I'll just I'll read you the the uh, the transcript here. It was Max. Uh, what it, uh, Max saying to the pit wall? What's the fastest lap, pit wall? We're not concerned with the uh, with that, Max. Max saying, Yeah, well, I am. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly.
0: Brilliant. But you're right. That that could be that could be the interesting part of, of Red Bull's season is how to how do we manage these two drivers. We're going to win it anyway, but let's just see what happens here. It does keep it a little bit interesting. You're that right. could
1: be, yeah, uh, that could be Checo and Max's multi-21 that Weber and Vettel had. This could, could 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 be enough to just spark something for the season.
0: Oh, Danny Ricardo could have a shout yet to jump in one of those seats. I <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> <should yes>. see. <laughs> Um, all right, let, let's. Uh, I think we've covered uh, Red Bull pretty extensively. There, there was nothing really else to really talk about, was there? Oh, That no, was
2: just uh, you said, Ricardo. And for some reason, I'm just thinking of Ricardo going to the here of Verstappen saying, "Did you hear what Perry said about you?" And then going back, to a few days. Look what Mark said about you. It was just. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
0: yeah, you could see him doing it with a big, rumors. big smile in his face. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Um, let, let's move on to. Oh, Alon- actually, oh, go on. Yeah, go sorry, on. <laughs> just
1: before, just before we move on from Red Bull, because we said it last week about their development and that, you know the way that they got the penalty now for the wind tunnel. It's going to, you know, people are saying that it's going to affect them later on in the season in the development race this what's happening at the moment just goes to show how much that penalty won't affect them this season. And I'm going to stick my neck out and, and uh, lay claim to, to uh, and own my uh, own, my uh, prediction here. But I think they're only going to get better, even with the reduced amount of time in the wind tunnel, because they've already started this season with a car that was already dominant. I mean, there's no one that's catching this car this season. Like, there no, there isn't like it's yeah. it's they're too far ahead i know we're two two races in but they are so far ahead of everybody it's ridiculous when aston martin who came from seventh and the was seventh in the <laughs> constructors last season mm. and they're the ones that are challenging aston martin or challenging red bull this year do us a favor like you know come on <laughs>
0: yeah and then and then when they return to finally having some wind tunnel time and having that advantage
1: back again how good is that red bull going to be then Ah, oh, stop. Should the rest of them might as well be just throwing Rice Krispies into the wind tunnel. It's going to do them that much use. <laughs> it's a truly dominant era
0: for Red Bull and in particular for Max Verstappen. He's the driver of this generation, I think. Yep. Um, On Lewis's performances anyway, we can see that it's shifting towards that. But anyway, let's finally get on to Fernando Alonso. I, I I'll, We'll talk about Aston Martin overall, but I, I'll, in particular, we'll talk about... Uh, Fernando Alonso getting him himself into, into P1 after turn 1 that first turn was phenomenal wasn't it Dave? Did that oh, get you up, unbelievable up off your seat
1: Unbelievable, unbelievable. and I, I thought I, I was like Jesus maybe he has it over Perez but then as, as Perez just started gaining on him so easy I was like nah he just he got him into turn 1 and Perez is now showing the pace of the Red Bull so but it, it, it that initial opening of the race yeah it was enough to get me off my seat and get me excited for the race but whoops <laughs> yeah uh ultimately a, a five second penalty
0: for lining up too far to the left and you only seen it from the from the the camera from whoever was just behind alonso on the grid i think it was one of the mercedes yeah and um, that he was quite far left it was it was uh, yeah. pr- pretty yeah. dramatic in fairness and he deserved the penalty but yet again we have another issue with uh getting a, a 10 second penalty after the race bringing him back to p4 um this, Dave, uh, I'll, I'll, we'll come to you to right, you're dying to get at it as well, but I can see Dave's look at the chart
1: Because I, I have two con- I have two issues with this. Right. So the first issue, or I'll t- say my two issues and then I'll say my piece on them. So the first okay. issue is the delay that it took for the, for the FIA, for the stewards, or should I say, to issue the penalty. Yeah. Um, the second issue is with the sort of commentary around this decision, like it's something new like that this is shocking oh my god how can they do this they've, they've they've taken the 100th pole or the 100th um podium position away from alonso you know they did the same with ocon last la, last week and they were saying oh yeah but it's consistency but it's still not right it is right it's i know it doesn't say in the regula- re- regulations technically that they cannot touch the car it's i think it's this wording is specifically they cannot work on the car before the time penalty has been served but it has all as as long as I've known this penalty to exist, it has always been known that you cannot touch you don't touch the car at all before the time penalty has been served. That's it. And the fact that people are jumping on it, saying, "Oh my god!" Like you know, you know, like that, that this is an issue that needs to be raised, or you know, it. The the guy touched the car with the jack. I mean, it's 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 harsh. I mm. mean, it's like uh, it's like someone accidentally handling the ball inside the box. You know, it's harsh, but yeah. it was it was a penalty, unfortunately. Um, but uh, the fact that they left it so long—that's the adi- uh, issue that needs to be addressed, not the fact of someone touching the car. What constitutes as work being done on the car and what doesn't? Forget about all that. You cannot touch the car. I think they just need to update the regulations wording to say. Do not touch the car before the time penalty has been served. I think that would clear it up. Mm. But what does need to be addressed is the fact that they left it as long as they did to issue the penalty. And I think it says in the regulations that you have to issue that penalty or, or any any additional penalty or something like that has to be done within 25 minutes. Um. So I think... Uh, now, don't quote, quote me on that one. I do have some notes somewhere, but my head is frazzled this evening, so forgive me on that one. Um, but, yeah, I think there there is something in the regulations that says about when that penalty has to be no, – they have to be notified of that penalty, and they didn't. Um, so that was harsh. That was, That was really bad that he celebrated with the champagne. He took the pictures, had the smiles and the laughs, and then – sorry –
0: so is there possibly a case of, sorry, we'll see, Cedar, we'll get to you now in a second, but is there possibly a case for watch this space? Could Aston Martin possibly appeal if, if oh, they would say they'll appeal. 100%. If the FAI I mean, are going to be strict, then should Aston be strict on? Yeah. that is. Well? I mean, they,
1: they won't appeal that they touched the car. I mean, they, they can't appeal that. Cause I mean, like it's the, it's the faintest of touches, but they can't appeal that. But what they can appeal is the manner in which the penalty was delivered to them. Um, I mean I think they were talking they they were only discussing it with a couple of laps to go that there may be a penalty that they hadn't decided yet I mean how in god's name I mean when did he come in on lap 17 18 something like that whenever the safety car came out wasn't it that's when they came in mm-hmm. um I mean how, how in god's name does it take you that long to make that decision very poor and yeah if I was asking martin I would definitely uh I would definitely um dispute that 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 penalty um, whether they get anywhere or not, but 100, that 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 wasn't right. Cedric, what are your thoughts?
2: Uh, same as Dave. The penalty is fair because the team really touched the car. Although, if the team touched cars, shouldn't be the points to the constructor be deducted? It was not like Alonso was getting out of the car and touching it. When just sitting down, you cannot control what the mechanics uh, do or don't. It's up to the team. But Boy, anyway, it was
1: Alonso's penalty, though, I think is the would be the issue there.
2: He, yeah, he was doing the five seconds penalty, but touching the car, it's not Alonso's fault. He cannot control the pit crew of doing whatever mm-hmm. they want. But uh, yeah, it took too long. I mean, if they knew straight away, the cameras are there. So FIA could, in the next five minutes, just decide you have a penalty, decide when you want to take it and not wait for the man to celebrate and then the minute he's off camera that's it you're gone fourth place Brussels. come in let's take a picture together no it's just wrong
0: could i suggest something possibly and, and react how you want to this but could this be solved by serving the penalty prior to doing the work on the car so the car comes in you jack it up you do your tires and it sits Five seconds.
1: Well, that's uh, what, well, that, oh, so do the the other side or
0: the other way around. Yeah. So that there's, there's no contention. Then the five seconds is the
1: car comes down off the jacks. It sits for five seconds and then goes. See the, see, technically you don't have to serve the penalty this way. I mean, you could, I think, uh, I I don't think you, so basically you can have the penalty added on at the end of the race. Sure. Or you can serve it in the manner in which they did. Yeah, I, I think if you'd serve it in a pit stop, I think, yeah, you have to do it at the start before you touch the car. So, I mean, that's in the regulations. So, But whether you do it afterwards, um, I suppose that might be a bit harder to be accurate with because, I mean, you have to then be, make you have to make sure that everybody's hands and every, everything is away from the car. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you know you, you could have a uh, you could have a uh, a gap of maybe a second or something where you're actually you could actually be serving a six or seven second penalty sure. you know what I mean yeah, I don't yeah. think it would be as accurate not that it's exactly accurate this way to be if I'm honest but yeah um yeah I don't think I, I yeah I don't think that would work I I I just think all they have to do is update the the wording that says do not touch the car before the, the time penalty has been served end of story like you know there should be no confusion there and maybe the 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 Jack guy today and the the I think it was the the, the wheel man yesterday or not yesterday in the last race in Bahrain. Hmm. I'm sure they did know that, and it, it was possibly just a complete slip of the brain, and they they just made a mistake. Hmm. But um, yeah, I, I I don't know. I think just just the wording, but uh, in terms of delivering the penalty by the FIA and and the stewards, shocking. Like they really have to improve that. That's that's very poor. Like for from both for both the race driver and for us as spectators, you know, for fans of Alonso, for fans of F one, um, it's just a t- it's an awful way to try and uh, I- enjoy a race when you're you, you know you're celebrating Alonso's hundredth podium. Uh, especially people have been watching Alonso his whole career and you're you're excited about it and only to be told that you know he's lost his third place in his podium because some jackman like literally you know was a was a hair's uh you know width touching the touching the back of the car with the jack like it's it's terrible.
0: Terrible. Mm. Fernando Alonso saying afterwards like he loves this team and you know the the you know we are a team and blah blah blah. I wonder if as soon as he was told about the ten second penalty and the Jack Man, if that turned to me you <laughs> oh yeah
1: he's just folded that
0: jack and shoved it up that guy's <laughs> hole like <laughs> um Here's anyway trophy it, his his teammate lance stroll um with what happened to lance stroll today can uh, cedric can you tell me what happened to lance I, I know he he went off and he managed to park it beautifully um and it was a g some sort of a gps uh was it an error that said that the car was still on the track that brought out the safety car yeah um, the, the, but he actually, actually parked it pretty neatly, in fairness to him. So what, what happened to Stroll today?
2: It seems that it was some of the brakes, because you could see the, the marshals putting some, uh, not fire, but there was some smoke coming out from the front uh, brake, front right brake, I think. Mm-hmm. And on the safety car, I think it was wrong, because the man just parked the car outside, every, outside of the race track. So there was no marshal, so I don't know why that safety car was there. I yeah. would see no reason for that.
0: Uh, it, it was one of those parking jobs where, do you know, if you're going down the main street and you see someone double parking and it's just perfect. Uh... Or not um, double parking, sorry, reverse parking and you know that that or parallel parking.
1: Jesus. <laughs> that took me a while to get through. <laughs> <You've> um, <laughs> absolutely imploded on that one.
0: <laughs> Slight stroke there, apologies to anyone listening. Yeah. Um but that you just applaud um it was damn good parking in fairness to him. Um, so yeah, no. What well, it was a GPS issue that brought it the safety car. Uh, mm. It wasn't the fact that it was actually the car was on the track. It was just an, uh, an error there. Thing
1: really. is, just the GPS issue. But I think it, it's still, I think it being noted though. Yeah, like as was saying there, the the marshal was uh, putting uh, the you know the fire extinguisher onto the front brakes and stuff. I'm not 100 percent sure because I think it's still down as an unknown issue. Um, I don't think they've announced exactly what the issue was yet. Now, it could be wrong. So maybe, as wrote, maybe you might know. Um, but I think it's still down as an unknown issue. I think they're just a Marshall because I think Stroll's brakes were overheating on the grid as well. Um, so maybe when he pulled up, um, that they, they were just starting to smoke and the Marshall just kind of got a little antsy and decided to. Uh, jo-
0: join me in a conspiracy briefly, William. Um, Go on. Fernando Alonso had a five second penalty to serve. Uh, Aston Martin had a little word with Stroll, and we're like, "Here, bring out the old safety car, there, will you? Just
1: we'll we'll get this penalty <laughs> served and get him back out." It it did work out. It it looked like it could have not worked out for him, but it did. He he managed to get in and out because even George Russell was like, "Oh, he still got a five second spe- yeah. penalty to serve." And when he was told he'd already served it, um. He magically got a 10-second penalty. Masterful. And it gives you huge hope for Aston Martin for
0: the season. Everything seems to be clicking into the right place for them at the, at the right time. They just have to – I think they just have to put it together. They'll, they're going to be a force to be reckoned with this year. Yeah. Unlike, unfortunately, Mercedes. Um, I mean, they did okay today, but ultimately the, the pace seemed to be off and in particular Lewis seemed to be off for the last week or so. Dave, what are your thoughts on, on Mercedes?
1: Well, I'd say Lewis had PTSD from last year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this track did not go well for him last year at all. Um I mean, look, we all know the news that's been going on and and the the sort of the the talk that's been coming out from Toto and Lewis and stuff like that leading up to this race about the car. Um I, I'd say he's just I, I'd say it's not the car is quite as bad. I think he's just lost faith in it. And I think when uh, a driver loses faith in the car that's underneath them, it's very hard to extract the full potential of the car. Um, Whereas, you know, that might indicate why George Russell is maybe just squeezing a little bit more out of it. He hasn't got that uh, mentality maybe quite as much as um, Lewis Hamilton does. And that may be down to the fact that Lewis Hamilton was basically saying what every fan of formula 1 was saying that the concept is wrong and there's issues with the car um, and felt that he wasn't listened to and as a result they have the same issues this season um so that might be there weighing on him when you're going out in a car like that um you're not maybe necessarily in the mindset to push it on you know, push it to the absolute limits uh, and beyond even a driver as experienced as Lewis Hamilton um once there's a bit of doubt that creeps in about what that car is capable of doing, um, you're going to end up with something like we saw today where he's just or this weekend where he'd be just struggling with it.
0: Mm. He seemed to be sulking his way around the uh, around the track. Don't blame um, him. Yeah, I mean, look, yeah. Is he George, on the other hand? Um, <laughs> y- yeah, you were like, I
1: don't care. <laughs> I, don't, I have no
0: sympathy for Lewis. He should just get on with it. Um, George, on the other hand, seems to be doing pretty okay in the Mercedes, uh, the very same car.
2: Yeah, he seems quite happy. He didn't uh, He didn't make the podium, at least officially in the photo. Hmm. But uh, he did well today. And it was like uh, the usual Russell that you don't see making the the cameras doing the the coverage but by the end of the race there he is getting points hmm. so it was just the uh, the constant that he was last year
0: yeah is it possible then dave that you know russell's coming from um, an underachieving williams and lewis is coming from a highly overachieving mercedes from the previous year and they're both coming towards this car and one is happy because they're coming from a crappy car. One is very unhappy because they're coming from a car that was just phenomenal.
1: Yeah, they're in exactly They're and they're in both different stages of the career. And like you say, we'd mentioned it before as well when George Russell had made the move to to um, Williams, or sorry, to uh, Mercedes. We were we had said about how he was able to extract. Uh, more from that Williams than was technically should be possible. And that, you know, he was going to be able to do great things for Mercedes. And as a result, he's sort of proven that he's, he is extracting as much as possible from that Mercedes. And like you said, there, um, Hamilton's coming from a completely different perspective where he's been driving a dominant Mercedes for the last, you know, eight years or however long it's been. um and now he's in a position where yeah he's not comfortable and to boot he hasn't been listened to and of course he's the one that has to drive the car he's the one that's been in that team for so many years um there's a bit of trust been lost there i would say um yeah so they're 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 both at different stages of their career used to different to having to do different things with the cars um so yeah that's uh yeah i have to say I have to feel sorry for Lewis I, and I'm not a Lewis Hamilton fan, but I think, you know, we all saw how bad that car was in preseason last year. We saw how bad it was in preseason this year. And we thought that maybe as a team, they decided this was the right way to go. But I'll be honest. Um, someone in that team needs to be fired um, for this because Toto, as much as he's the one that has to maybe give the initial sign or the final sign off on the concept Um, And based off what he's told, um, whoever has fed him the information, they have have basically got data together from wind tunnel and simulations and stuff like that to say, here, look, I can prove that this concept is going to work. Um, And even though last year, you could clearly see it doesn't. And and this guy, whoever had this data guy, um, who who had managed to fucking convince Toto that this was a good idea, that guy, I would I would be going back to that fucking factory and, yep like the Jackman in uh, Aston Martin, I would be folding things up and shoving them up his ass (laughs) (laughs) before I ship them out of there. Total corner, somebody's like,
0: I I lied on my CV, I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I know nothing about wind or aerodynamics or whatever it is. (laughs) (laughs) I
1: don't know anything about (laughs) XL.
0: Oops. Um, So it's possible now that we will see a completely new car in, what, four or five races time?
1: chassis can't change but the right. sort of the, the i suppose the, the the shell the the aero package and stuff like that on it will change. Right. Interesting what Toto said though that he said I don't care if it looks like a Red Bull I'll uh, I think he said something I can't remember the wording he said um he 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 said something like uh, being about being a shy about it, or he wouldn't be shy about it or something I can't remember the exact wording but he said yeah he wouldn't care if it looks like a Red Bull once it's fast. Yeah. And I was like that will be interesting, um, mm. because if they turn, like, I mean, everyone kind of started losing their shit when, sort of, Aston Martin, you know, they're saying, oh, yeah, you know, they copied the Red Bull too much, and look how they're performing. I mean, if, 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 if Mercedes turn up with a black Red Bull, um, with the Mercedes engine, oh. um. Wow. I'd say Red Bull would be because Red Bull are already saying about what's the, that there should be some sort of rules in place about copying, like you're complete, you know, it's all right. Copying components or, or, uh, sort of new innovations that have been done by teams and that, you know, that might help in certain areas or an individual component or something like that. But I think, uh, Christian Horner's kind of concerns are is that, you know, there has to be a cut off. You can't just copy someone's car completely. Um, so if if Mercedes just come out with a black Red Bull and just start acing races, uh, that would that would be amazing. I'd love to see the fallout from that one. Yeah, yeah, it'd be wonderful. The,
0: what was the the team uh two seasons ago the pink uh the pink Mercedes I think it was called was it? This was oh that was
1: uh, Racing Point. Racing
0: Point, yeah, 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 yeah. Took the Mercedes. That's right. <laughs> and
1: sure we had the same with Haas because Haas bought all the their components yeah. and stuff from uh, from Ferrari, and it just turned out as a white Ferrari and. Um, so yeah, like I agree, there has to be some sort of, uh, limit to how much you can copy, but, uh, yeah, I, I, there'd be something I just love seeing the fucking shit being stirred. So I wouldn't mind seeing a black Mer- Red Bull turn up and smoke the Red Bulls. <laughs> exactly. It'd be great entertainment. We'd all Would love be it. brilliant. Um, let's, uh, let's
0: move on from the Mercedes and head to another team who've been, uh, they were, they were somewhat non-existent uh, for the most part this weekend, Ferrari, um, I didn't even know they were in the race at one stage. Uh, Sainz finished in sixth, Leclerc seventh. Leclerc, in fairness to him, did well to come from P12 uh, to where he finished in, in uh, P7. But, I mean, they were... Where were they today?
2: No one wear? else, not even Ferrari itself. Yeah, <laughs> Sainz was very quiet. Sainz was the Russell of Ferrari. He just uh, drive, get the points, and that was it. Mm-hmm. Leclerc, he had definitely more problems. We could see he is talking with the the, the pit wall that uh, there's definitely some issues there. They need to fix before Australia, otherwise they are starting to lose too many too many points for Red Bull.
0: What do you what do you think the the issues are there, Dave? Is it is it aero issues? Is it what's going um, on with Ferrari?
1: So i i there's a, there's a couple of issues. I think uh one is there reliability i think i think they've turned their engines down to a again like i think they did the same last year um mm. with the issues that leclerc had and uh, there's obviously other gremlins that have been popping up i think they've like there was some data that was released there uh to compare the straight line speed and our straight line performance uh, from the ferrari to the red bull and you could see that there was actually not as much power output on the uh the ferraris so my guess is that they've turned it down to try and address the reliability issues over the next couple of races so that they don't end up with a rake of DNFs. Um, so that might be an issue that's that's caused them to finish in the 6th and 7th as opposed to, I don't know, maybe there was a third place on for them or something like that. Um, But I have to say there was one thing I'll, I'll give some sort of positives for, for, for Ferrari fans if I can. <laughs> uh, if that's even possible, but I'll do my best. <laughs> um, so they got rid of their uh, head of strategy and they replaced him. I'm not 100% sure who they replaced him with, but I'll figure that out. Not important right now. Um, but they replaced the head of strategy, and I have to say, they made a bold call when they, they sort of tricked Stroll into coming into the pits, yeah. Um, and then they pitted afterwards and they ended up getting both their cars ahead of land stroll and i was like do you know what that's probably the most savvy bit of strategy that i've seen from ferrari in a couple of seasons like i know that was only like one call at the start of a race but now unfortunately it didn't pan out for them because then we ended up with a safety car and it's absolutely butchered their uh, their strategy but uh if that safety car didn't come out, I thought that was a good call. They did. They like it. They they jumped the car. That they they did exactly what they needed to do, which is the first time I think they've managed to do that through a race strategy. Um. So, I'm wondering how that'll play out now as the season goes on. Will there be good calls made now for the rest? You know, as the season progresses, with under the the the, the watchful eye of their new head of strategy. Um, so that that might be a little bit of positive coming coming out of it for Ferrari. And look, I'm sure a couple of races they'll get on top of the this stability issue as well. And I think they should be able to start creep creeping up the power of those engines. Um, and realistically, I think they will get back into those the, the third and fourth places. But yeah, it's brutal where they're at at the moment.
0: Mm. Let me read you my notes on on that that call there. Ferrari, dummy, Aston, and Science overcut stroll. Clowns get it right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for the win. <laughs> <laughs> um so you're right, there is there is some positives there, and I think you're you're right on, on them turning down the the power uh, for sure. And you're you're right as well, they did do that last season also. Um so there is there is definite uh change there, hopefully mm. anyway, for for Ferrari fans. Um yeah, so let, let's look down through the through the field. We'll get into kind of the, the, the best of the rest. There was Ocon and Gasly. Um, the two Alpines coming in after Le, uh, science and Leclerc, um, kind of trading positions back and forth, but again, pretty non eventful for the, the Alpines, right?
2: They Is were it... just a regular weekend for them. Hmm. I think they this time, Akon did well, didn't mess up with anyone's wife, so it was just <laughs> a regular race. <laughs> Uh, and good. still managed to stay in front of Gasly i think it was one of his uh, his uh, personal bets just don't let the the new guy in the team beat him in the race
0: yeah yeah They're... do you think dave that they'll be challenged for anything this season do they look does the car
1: look good uh i don't think it's where they thought they'd be um but it's not terrible. It's not McLaren terrible. Um, so, I yeah, I think they've definitely got a good platform to build on. Uh, definitely, they, they, they you know they could be challenging for six places or something like that. But I don't think they're going to get much higher than that. Um, I thought there was a there was a nice little kind of battle between uh, Ocon and Gasly, uh, sort of midway through the through the race. And I just for a second I thought they might be wiping each other out. I just. I don't know, you know, you just get that feeling. I was like, someone ain't going to give here and they're going to end up in a wall. And look, it didn't. Everyone, uh, everyone came out unscathed. So, um, yeah, a I... bit uneventful for them for the last two races. Like there's nothing that you would be writing home about. It's just, they're there. They've made up the numbers and um, we'll see what they, they can deliver for the rest of the season. Go on, Isidro.
2: I wonder if Alpine is just uh, trying to get the uh, maximum points before McLaren uh Decides to switch gears and improve their car and start getting there, because uh, Alpine this position that Alpine is getting, I would imagine to see McLaren getting them, or at least Norris to be in the same position as Ocon. So I think the McLaren not be, uh, being away from the top ten in the in these two races uh, gives them advantage to Alpine.
0: Thank you for offering me that perfect segue, uh, Isidro. McLaren, possibly the worst car on the grid. Even with DRS, it can't catch a Williams. It's sad, sad times. Nice little duel back and forth between Lando and Piastri, but it's it's not good for McLaren, is it, Dave?
1: Terrible. And I know I thought they, they were showing a little bit of pace. I thought uh, Lando was showing a little bit of pace there in Bahrain when he was catching the Hamilton and Alonso battle. Uh, to unlap himself, I thought mm, maybe there is some pace in that car still. They might have something to go on. And then today, like it was, it was so bad. Um, I I know they both had to come in for the pit stops for the change of the nose cones and stuff like that. So or the front wing. Uh, so I know that uh, you know, sort of put them on the back foot from the get go. But even with that, they, they the pace wasn't there. I mean, they ended up. They were in a battle for a little while, like I said, like say they had the, the Williams and stuff like that ahead of them, and they they just weren't, yeah, they 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 just just didn't have the the pace at all. Um, I don't know, I don't know what's what's, <laughs> I have absolutely, I'm stumped. Like, I mean, they got a Mercedes power unit in that car, the performance, you know, the actual power output shouldn't be, uh, you know, shouldn't be the issue um so it's the only thing is down to the aero that it's got to be the drag on the car uh, it's got to be very high um and again it necessarily shouldn't be considering they're they're sort of leaning from or lending from a lot of other cars so i don't know they're yeah they're 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 fucked this year like i mean jesus christ burn your jerseys hide them
0: them (laughs) in the closet for, for another year I have a lovely uh, Danny Ricardo T-shirt, which is just sticking uh, to McLaren one from last year. I'm just keeping that in the closet. <laughs> um, If McLaren were showing some pace uh, in that, that exchange between Lando and, and Hamilton last week, and then this week there is absolutely zero pace when they come up against a Williams, is and I'm going to try to say this word uh, nice and clearly, track specificity, there it is. Love <laughs> Se- that you seems fucked that up. <laughs> <laughs> I practiced it in my head. Um, seems to wreak havoc with McLaren, and it was the same last year. They would get a good result, and Lando initially would be coming out and be like, no, it's it's just track specific. Just It seems to be McLaren that are are saying that a lot more than any other team, to me anyway.
1: Well, I suppose this track is going to be I mean, such a high... Speed track, so drag is going to be a huge factor. Um, I'm not sure where Bahrain stacks up in terms of uh, with with, uh, Saudi Arabia, but I can certainly say that the Saudi track is um, is uh, your drag is going to be a big big factor on this on this circuit. Um, So yeah, so being track specific, uh, yeah, it definitely probably or not definitely is it possible? Definitely possible. I suppose we'll know in a, you know, give it another, you know, we've got Melbourne next uh, to Australia. Uh, that will probably show um, sort of a similar result, I would imagine. I don't think they're, um, I think they'll, they'll need um I'm trying to think now of a, of a circuit like, but they'll need a, a sort of a, a, sort of a tight twisty kind of, you know, like a, maybe a Monza. No, Monza's like flat out. temple of speed like (laughs) i mean like like a monaco type thing lots of twisty tight turns and stuff like that something that's not going to be you know they're not going to be relying on the drag as much um or relying on the you know that that's not going to be an issue as much but um i'll be honest if they're getting to monaco or that stage of the season and they still haven't addressed the drag issues i mean jesus like you pack it up and go home already like so yes. I don't know. I don't know. They, they've, they say they've got major upgrades coming for Baku. I think it is, which yeah, is, right. uh, yeah. So that's after Australia. So that'll be the end of April. They've got their first major upgrades coming. Um, then they've have another major upgrade coming for potentially Barcelona. Um, but I believe the extent of that upgrade will be budget depending. Um, so, We'll wait and see. They're just in recovery. They're sort of in a position where um M- Mercedes were last year. They're just fighting recovery. And and I don't necessarily think the concept of the car, I don't think it's a bad you know, they, they they haven't got a bad platform. They just it needs a lot of tweaking. And I think, you know, after the first major upgrade, if they haven't resolved it, then someone's head needs to roll because I think the the, the foundations are solid. Um, but they just need to tune that thing to yeah to To be a bit more competitive well <laughs> a lot more competitive <laughs> yeah um all right that, i think that that wraps a bow on the
0: uh on the saudi arabian grand prix dave do you want to bring us into uh predictions oh
1: yeah all right so we've got the predictions game here and let me have a quick look so we have so from last week um i forgot to update the table from last week but i'm pretty sure i was winning yes I am winning. So no <laughs> I, <too. laughs> I I had to check. Okay. So uh so the, the the table is uh me first, Scotty second, and Isidro third, uh for no reason other than the order that we all join the podcast. <laughs> 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 um so this week, um well, Jesus, I don't even want to read mine out, but anyway. So I went with uh Max for p1 that did not happen i went for leclerc p2 that did not happen and i went for alonso p3 and that for a brief moment happened and then was taken away from me (laughs) (laughs) Um... so scotty what did you go with
0: no, I had the the right drivers again briefly, but in the wrong order. <laughs> I had Max uh, finishing first, which didn't happen. I had Alonso P two, which did not happen, and I had Perez three P three, also did not happen.
2: It's a good week. It oh, is a head. good week, and it's only going to get better. Come on, Zidro. <laughs> yeah, Max first, Perez second, Sainz third. So. Yeah, just rattled them out. They're absolutely <laughs> useless.
1: All oh, right, my it's... lord. <laughs> My flop, <laughs> which uh I went with an Alpine double DNF, that obviously <laughs> did not happen. Considering I think they got a double points finish.
0: So, um. Okay, my flop uh, was a science DNF, which did not happen either. <laughs> this is horrific.
1: Like, <laughs> oh, it's it doesn't it get any better. Get better. <laughs> go, keep the train wreck rolling. Yeah.
2: Russell outside top ten. Hey. Oh, <laughs> <Lord. laughs>
1: All right, my surprise was Lando Norris, <laughs> top 10. <laughs> fucking zero. Uh, mine was even worse. Uh, uh, Logan Sargent inside the
0: top 10. No, your,
1: yours was better than mine because at least Logan Sargent finished ahead of Lando by yeah, at true. least one place. <laughs> yeah. Still. And. Oh, Actually, (laughs) actually, this is the worst, because Uh, at least at least we went inside the top 10. Isidro fucking. Which was
2: Bottas B5.
1: Oh, my days. Like the guy finished absolute uh, last. (laughs) I'll
0: offer a glimmer of hope. Um, If everyone has drawn, let's say we've just have to drawing here.
1: Does everyone get a point? (laughs) No, everyone gets no points. All right. right, 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 right.
0: (laughs) That was shocking. Jesus, that's absolute brutal.
1: I don't think it's Roof. ever happened
0: that no one has scored a point. Is that, has that ever happened before?
1: Um,
0: I want to say it should have, but I'm going to say I don't remember it happening. I don't remember that happening in the history of this game. But No. That is phenomenal.
1: Well, okay. Well, on that bombshell, we'll move on then to uh, Australia. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me whip out my predictions. Um, <laughs> steady. Uh, right. I went with... Um, so I, I I kinda I'm I'm going safe this week or for next race. I'm going with Ma- well, apparently my keyboard doesn't work. I'm going with Max in uh, P1. I'm going Perez P two and I'm going Alonso P three. I like that. That is my I think it's pretty self-explanatory there. I'm gonna pretty copy enjoyed.
0: your homework, I'm afraid. Oh no, um, Jesus. Yeah. Verstappen Perez Alonso is what I have. Um but you know what I I'll, I I'll, uh, I'm going to throw a spanner in the works. I'm going to go um actually Max Perez and I'm going to say uh Russell take out Alonso. it,
1: Jesus.
0: I'm going to hmm? change my mind last minute just just so there's some sort of interest in the uh, in the game. Sure,
2: yeah. Oh. Is <laughs> Mine's uh, Max Alonso Russell.
1: Oh. All right. All right. At least uh one of us is brave. <laughs> we know what your flop is yeah. going to be then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um. Okay, my flop. I'm going with a signs DNF. Ooh, there's no yeah. point in saying outside top ten. The likelihood of him finishing outside the top ten is very slim. It's more likely that that car is going to have an engine malfunction.
0: I can see that. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, so, what are you going with for your flop?
0: Okay, I I don't know if I'll get this one, but here we go. I'm going to say Hamilton outside the top ten. I'm going to take a punt on that.
1: As in, where the wheel will give it to you? Yeah, finishing outside uh, the top ten. Hamilton. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. That that's yeah, okay. that, I'm 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 okay with that. Hamilton. Outside I just top think 10. I think uh
0: he's gonna bring his sulky trousers again. Uh to uh <laughs> he's gonna turn up in a nice big green pair of
1: sulky trousers. Yeah, that's possible. Go on Azidro, hit us with your flop. <laughs> <Fairless>. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah outside top I think,
1: ten. I think we yeah. Oh, just outside top ten. Oh wow. yeah.
2: I, I think uh I can imagine that the Verstappen family will be doing something about just to make <laughs> sure know. that Max get the get the first place. Yeah. before the you day. lock
1: this in, before you lock
2: don't, in your
0: don't,
1: Dave, don't do it. You're giving him points. I know what you're about <laughs> to say. <laughs> <laughs> I have to be fair because oh, otherwise, God if so. it happens and then we're, we're we're then arguing about it next week, um, if he DNFs, that doesn't count. He has to finish the race to finish outside top ten.
2: That's a better ZNF.
1: Ah, that's yeah. See, that's I was try, I was wondering
0: that's why safe. you said outside top ten.
1: <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Dave. I had to, because I know it'll we'll come to next week and it will be like, and then we'll be out debating what outside top ten actually means. We'll be we'll be at a fucking philosophy course next week. <laughs> yeah. All right. What does top ten mean? <laughs> um, okay, my surprise. Um, I'm going with Hulkenberg, Hulkenberg, or er, Hulkenberg, uh, top 10 finish. Mm, yeah. I'll give you that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was, I don't, it, don't it, it was on the, it was on the, the wire. I, I, it was, it was, it was a close call, but I'm I'm surprised you're even mentioning a, a Haas driver's name. Uh, do you know, the only reason I am is I have him in my fantasy team. And uh, <laughs> he has done fuck all for me, but at least I better better show some support. So I I am gonna I, I I think he should be. I need the points. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I couldn't a fuck about Hass. I just um, need the
0: points. Well well, that punt hopefully will push some points my way. Um I'm gonna take a punt in on this one. This I, th- this one may interest you. All right. I'm going to say one of the McLaren's inside the top ten next week. Now I don't know if I'll get that, but the reason I say it is because last year the same thing happened where they went to Australia and both McLarens all of a sudden just popped inside the top ten.
1: So, one came fifth and one came sixth. So okay, I'm going to have to jump in here as the 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 the, the judge has to has to jump in. Okay, <laughs> Zidro okay. tried this fucking. Game last year. I know. Uh, last season. He tried with the, I think he tried with the Alpha Towers. He yeah. said, uh, an yeah. Alpha Towery <laughs> will do this. And you're like, that's, you've now got two chances of that happening. <laughs> so you've got two. So you have to pick a driver of a McLaren driver that's going to be in the top 10.
0: Well, my reasoning is that both McLarens are shit. And the chances but That still of gives you a double even, chance. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fine. You I'm going to say just... Piastri inside the top 10. Because it's his home race. And I think he's going to have a little bit of a uh,
1: push. It's still a shit car. Keep that oh, noise. it's an absolute farmer's box. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take a punt on Piastri. Okay. All right. Uh, zero.
0: Albon
2: top 10.
1: Oh. Albon top
0: 10. Yeah, That's a good shout. He did something last year, didn't he? Here as well. Was this the race where he went the entire race? without doing a pit stop and then the last lap or the second last lap he came in and he changed his tires i think it
2: was this one you finished up then last year in... yeah i think it was Oster.
0: this one he just kept on going and either he forgot that he was going to have a pit stop or he was meant to have a pit stop and it was either the last lap or the lap before where he came in and he Oster. changed his tires and he just got inside the top 10 hmm yeah it was here My memory is freakishly good for F1 for some reason. I don't know (laughs) why. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Mine's absolutely catastrophic.
0: (laughs) I'm not sure why, because my memory usually is (laughs) absolutely bullshit on everything else. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I want to say it was this race that that happened in.
1: So that, I think, wraps it up for this week's episode for the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix. We will be back in two weeks' time for Australia. So, Unfortunately, the F1 Fantasy uh, tables have not updated yet, so we'll have to give you the full round up at uh, the Australian Grand Prix episode.
2: Probably the same guys that are doing the penalty calculations on the tracks are the same guys doing in the <laughs> you know, Fantasy nope. League.
1: <laughs> I, w- I have no doubt that's exactly who's done it. <laughs> Love it. So, uh, so look, until, uh, until Australia, we shall see you next time.